0: Two, three. Ethan, very that was good. Very good Ethan. Exactly. That was... I think it's because I moved.
1: I was like not in my room. That's why. I... <laughs> um, I nice. so I was talking about the pod um this week at work and uh, the clap. So I guess uh they wa- uh we like played the intro to the latest episode and the clap is in the clap is a big uh. A fan favorite. I think we should uh, keep the clap going
0: in the... Yeah, let's keep the <laughs> clap in. Um, okay, let's get right into it then. Uh, welcome to Stat Rats. This is the podcast for intense discussions on less questions. My name is Jacob. I am joined, as always, by my brother, Ethan. Ethan, say hi. Hey, what's up? And my friend, David. David, say hi. What's happening?
2: Hello. And our other friend, David. David, also Awkward. say hi. Awkward. <laughs> uh, I don't know which one you're talking to now. I'm just going to pretend both times you were talking to me.
0: Hello. I, yeah, it's going to be a little this challenging.
2: This has 0% chance of getting
3: confusing.
0: <laughs> but uh, hopefully, uh, you know, everyone can, the, the 10 people that listen to this will be able to figure it out. Um, uh, so David, the new David. Is... Yeah, call me Dave. I think
2: that may help like a okay. tiny, tiny bit.
0: Yeah, that'll, that'll be helpful. All right. So Dave uh, has another podcast himself called Ride Home Reactions that I was recently on. Do you wanna kind of like pitch that out really quickly so people know what it's about?
2: Sure, I, this is good because I don't really have an elevator pitch for it, so I'm gonna figure it out right now. Um, it is a fresh reaction that my wife and I um, record, usually leaving the movie theater, Lately, not so much. Right. Um, and it's about 20 minutes long because it takes 20 minutes for us to drive home. We recorded just in our car and uh, we kind of start and end with a rating. And usually that rating changes a little bit because conversations right after seeing a movie tend to influence your opinion. And so we kind of embrace that. We don't say there's an objective real opinion you should have. Like, no, like things change as you talk about them. That's that's just the way opinions work.
0: Yeah, I think you guys have a lot of good takes on movies, too. So we watched Uncut Jams and and had some thoughts on that. David, David, I know you um recently rewatched watched that as well i did. did you have any other thoughts
3: uh so i i actually listened to the episode today but then i was abruptly interrupted by actually having to do work so i didn't finish it um but i what's interesting is that everyone that i've talked to about uncut gems had nothing but positive says positive things to say so it was interesting to actually hear somebody who was like i didn't like it and for good reason it, it's very true <laughs> there are no good characters in that in that show and i find i mean i love the movie i'm also a diehard celtics fan who loved kevin garnett growing up he's like an idol so for me that movie yeah. is, is as high as you can get as far as cast and sports gambling it's all it's all right there for me um but i did find that it was it was an interesting movie in the sense that there was no real heroes
2: yeah, yeah It's a it's a tough dance i consider that a sign of a an excellently crafted movie when you don't even have a character that's likable, yet the movie still, you know, rules. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my short explanation yeah. for why that movie still is, is good. I think it's, it's hard to pull it off. I think the easy way is to make someone that you just like, oh, I relate to that character.
0: Right. Well, everyone should check it out. Um, we can talk a little bit more about it at the end of the pod as well here. Huh? Um, but do we want to just dive right in to this week's numbers?
3: Let's go Let's see. Yeah,
0: I spent a little while... Well, I mean, I guess I technically only spent a short amount of time figuring it out. But I spent a while thinking about what types of numbers I wanted to get. Um, because, uh, Dave, your podcast is all, you know, obviously kind of movie-based. <laughs> Do I go there? Uh, you are a new father, or relatively new father. Mm-hmm. So I did kind of lean into that slightly. But I didn't want to go too into your wheelhouse. So, the question for this week is... Are there more babies born in the U.S. in a year, or TV viewers for Nathan's famous hot dog eating challenge competition, <laughs> whatever it's called?
1: Uh, is that the one that we just uh, had we the just pleasure of watching? We just
3: yep.
0: talked about it with Joey Chestnut. That's the
1: same
3: one. It's on, of July. It's on ESPN on July
2: fourth. So I don't
1: know what, what you guys are of, talking about.
2: I, the baby i understand what babies are the second the second <laughs> yeah. cover matchup i have no idea what that means
0: david i feel like you have more of a grip on this do you want to
3: explain what it is sure so there's a sport called competitive eating uh oh, which sure. is exactly what it sounds like um and the most i guess the super bowl of that sport is on july 4th every single year nathan's the hot dog company sponsors the nathan's hot dog eating competition it's uh on coney, coney island On Coney Island, usually. I don't know if it was this year. I don't know. Um, And uh, this past year, Joey Chestnut set the record for most hot dogs eaten in 10 minutes at 75. Um, It's broadcast on ESPN. It's like the major, I guess, sporting event of the day. I think on July 4th, there's like a lack of a lot of other sports usually. So it's really like the major sporting event of that day. And what's
0: more American than competitive eating, I guess, (laughs) on July 4th?
2: Yeah. I have definitely gone down some YouTube rabbit holes with competitive eaters and it's fascinating. I love it, but I, I didn't, I had no idea about the, uh, ESPN, uh, side of it.
0: Yeah. So how many viewers do you think there were more viewers than babies born?
1: Uh, what year do you use this number based on?
0: Uh, I'm going to go off their highest viewership,
1: their highest viewership. Okay. Um, yeah, I think like, you know, uh, for anybody who listened to the last part, it's very clear that this is, uh, true um you know pinnacle of of the of the human body so i think that you probably do get quite a lot of viewers but um i think i think just... a
0: lot of people also have like their tvs on 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 fourth july like yeah people are doing stuff but yeah it's like a lot of people of those, have their like, TV on.
1: it's like the macy's day parade where it's just on in the background or something yeah right? yeah not
0: everyone's and it's also only like 10 minutes at a time so it's not like you're watching golf all day where you need to like you're right. in and out or whatever it's, yeah it's a shorter type of thing i think
1: uh yeah, but I mean, with all that being said, I still think that you know my gut reaction is gonna is gonna be babies because I mean, every single year there's just so many people like I don't know about you guys. Uh, every year when you get new people coming into school, you're like, wow, there's just so many of them. You know what I mean? I don't know
0: when's the last time you <laughs> saw a pregnant lady. I can tell you. <laughs> Fair point.
1: So I mean, off the bat, I just think it's gotta be a uh, it's gotta be babies.
2: Dave, David. Um, I'm going to assume. Here, this is the way I'm trying to figure it out. I'm just trying to reverse engineer you selecting this matchup. Um, so you were probably trying to think about what the kind of ridiculous number, or you you, you, found, you found one stat and then tried to find another stat that was close to it. Um, and so I'm gonna guess that you first found the Nathan stat and then you're trying to find one that would like be close to it but but you ultimately want to make a point with the Nathan stat. I think you're trying to make the point that Nathan's has a lot of viewers, like more than we might assume. And so ba- obviously a lot of babies are born, but I think even more Nathan's fans are out there watching on July 4th.
0: Okay.
3: That's so an interesting approach. I think in 31 episodes of Stat Rats, we've never tried to psychologically <laughs> answer <analyze that better laughs> how he's, how he's it's all I've got. First. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say I'm biased because in my circles, we talked about it on... On Saturday, we were like, all right, tomorrow we're going to wake up, we'll make breakfast, and then the hot dog contest is on, like, noon, we'll turn it on. And everyone gathered around the TV to watch it. So to us, it was a big event. Um, so I'm biased towards the hot dog competition. But I do recognize that there are a lot of babies born. So I'm going to say hot dogs because I'm more passionate about hot dogs than babies. I,
0: okay. statements. Let's, let's go back <laughs> around now. So, David, how many babies and how many hot dog fans
3: see that's tough um i'll say just because i mean i don't actually have a great metric for this but i'll say
0: yeah i i had no clue about how many babies It was or, really a shot in the dark for me looking it up
3: i'll say three million i don't know if that's babies based the US. yeah th- three th- oh in the u.s what do we do are we guessing worldwide it's, it's u.s yeah US. yeah okay in the U.S., I'll say 3 million babies, because that's one one-hundredth of the population.
1: Yeah, it's
3: like 1%. So that feels almost right. It's probably higher than that. Um, so I'll say 5 million viewers for the hot dog contest. Okay. Which seems low. Well, this so you think, it, year, you think
1: right,
0: it's hot dog babies? by a lot. This is in one year, Yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, David, you think it's hot dogs by a lot? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm the only one that said babies. Uh, I think that babies is around I, I don't know I, I don't know how these numbers work but I think the fertility rate of countries is like how many babies born divided by the population and I think it's closer to like five percent so that would mean like what like 15 million babies born a year uh, okay so that's my guess like 15 million babies and I mean <laughs> as much as I'm pumped for uh, David and his uh, his uh, household. So I don't think it's that many people watching. I think it's like sub a million people watching the uh, hot dog contest. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I'm going to go like... I'm gonna go like nine fifty, nine hundred fifty thousand people, or let's call it a million people watching the hot dog. Okay, and like fifteen million let's, people. Yeah,
0: let's call it a million. Yeah, and keep 15, things simple. And you know, I don't million. like to say too many numbers. Yeah, I <laughs>
1: mean, we know our math skills are not the uh, top of the table, so yeah. Here let's at it Rats, we don't
2: like to say lots of numbers.
0: <laughs> no, we, we round a lot. We <laughs> do a lot of rounding. We are not a math podcast.
2: <laughs> Um, And Dave, what are your guesses on numbers? It's appropriate that I go last because I was going to kind of split down the middle there. Um, I would say, well, I guess it's not really a middle because there's a really low baby number there and a high Nathan's number. Um, I'm going to say for the babies, 10 million. And for the ESPN viewers of Nathan's, Ten point five billion.
0: okay do you you think they're close yeah okay ready for the answers here yeah Yeah. ethan you are correct all right um y'all were all pretty high on the numbers here so if you want to like look at how i (laughs) did it psychologically i was really just trying to find Numbers around movies, then I was like, maybe I'll look at something with babies. And then I just stumbled on that. I'm like, what's an appropriate number? So that's often what I do. Um, and I just ended up kind of Googling around. And because we were talking about Nathan's hot dog eating contest, it came back up. So the number is for the number of babies. Someone was right on the nose. Um, I'm pulling up the CDC. It's like one, we'll call it 3.8 million oh, yeah. babies. Yeah. <laughs> so David. You're correct. No bings. Um For the hot dog eating contest, on Nathan's, like, the website, it says just under 2 million people. But when I looked at the Wikipedia page for it, I mean, they're really kind of stretching the truth. They had sub a million this year, but their highest year was 2011, and they had one point nine like, 5. So they were just under 2 million, but that's when they peaked. Um, they've gone up and down a little bit since then, but... Solidly, like between one point, like one million and one point four, one point five. So,
1: wow. Um, yeah. Twenty eleven. What, what was going on in twenty eleven with two million people watching? uh I mean, I don't
0: know because two years or three years after that, oh, it was on a tape delay. The two years oh. after that, it was on
3: ESPN News. I'm just speculating, but from what I remember. The the guy who won, Joey Chestnuts, he ran away with the competition the last couple of years. And 2011 was, I think, the peak of the competition between him and Kobayashi. And then oh. after that, Kobayashi had his jaw surgery, which was the demise of his career. And since then, it hasn't been close.
2: This yeah, is like, for the last... uh, this is like American figure skating. This is dramatic. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: For the last six years, it's only been Joey Chestnut. Oh, no. Joey Chestnut lost in 2015 to Matt Stoney. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about this world. And this is enough. Like, I don't need to learn any more than this, I think. I mean,
1: I you think. I don't understand how you get, a, like, even your foot in the door in, like, a competition like this. You know, it's like, Yeah, oh, how well, is that know, something that you learn that you're, like, yeah, really good at? You know, some sports is, like, you know, my mom and dad played. It's like, my mom and dad ate a lot of hot dogs. So, you know, naturally gravitated towards <laughs> this. I think it starts,
3: the... you go to, like, a state fair, and it's, like, a pumpkin pie eating competition. And then, you know, you really run away with the competition there. Is there, like, yeah. are that there, like, me...
1: scouts out there looking for, like, their next recruits?
3: <laughs> I, that <laughs> makes not me that wonder you. how many undiscovered
0: people, like, how many people just never had the opportunity <laughs> oh to go to the State Fair. Right. And a uh, loyal listener of the pod, Tom, who's from Indiana, talks about at the Indiana State Fair, they have fried butter. Like, deep fried <laughs> butter. And I think it's the wildest thing because I don't really understand what that means.
1: Is it, like, that spread on stuff after it's fried, or is it just eaten, like...
3: No, I think it's I, just a chunk of butter thrown into the And you eat like it? Fryer. Yeah.
1: Oh it have to God. be
2: frozen when it goes in, otherwise it would just melt.
1: Yeah, yeah. I it guess. To be. That's how they I, do fried, like, ice cream and stuff, right? Yeah. I, it's gotta be. I didn't know yeah, skates fish mean, were, like, such a big thing, like... I mean, when I was in Texas, there were like some fairs and stuff, but like they're they're pretty big deals. Obviously, you know that's where the next uh, Nathan's uh, champion is lurking.
0: Yeah, I the baby born this year—he's gonna grow up to uh, to be the next Joey Chestnut. All right, David, I know. Oh, Dave, I know that you brought numbers.
2: I did. I've got my own matchup. Shall I go okay. for it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So. This matchup is between the average price of a home in the US, let's say this is 2019. So both both of these numbers are from 2019. Nice. Um, and the average amount that men spend in the US on fitness and beauty in their lifetimes. So once again, the average price of a home in the US Versus the average amount men in the US spend on fitness and beauty in their lifetimes? Interesting. Okay. This, is
0: re- this is a really good question. Yeah. Um,
1: this is very psychologically revealing about uh, men's beauty <laughs> tendencies. <laughs> um well i guess my first question is definitely just like what uh, defines this is more in
0: line with i feel like what some of the numbers that we should have on the podcast yeah
3: (laughs) i'd like to start off by saying that i'm not prepared to guess two matchups in one episode and i feel like my abilities are getting stressed here
0: (laughs) we're pushing you to your limits
3: you know it's it's like playing a full basketball game and then just being told (laughs) that you have to go back out there and play another full basketball game
0: (laughs) (laughs) can't relate i guess
2: we didn't even have a break you guys yeah, it's it's tough.
0: Yeah. Well we we'll we're going. I think we're just powering through it. Um That is a good question. I think the average home in the US has to be like what, four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I,
1: I think I, I was thinking around I there. think I think
0: it has to be a home, but the fact that like that's always the thing with these questions is if if someone is asking the question, like you assume that they must be close. I mean I being
1: i think that's often not the case like you do that sometimes where you'll you'll throw two numbers that are not close together just to like you know spice it up a bit right uh i think i think you're close with the number i think yeah uh, houses are probably i i would say maybe like 300 but you know in that similar ballpark um for people like i guess how many years are people buying beauty pro men buying beauty products
0: right uh i mean i think that includes like that's like hygiene right like that's probably in like yeah i'm happy to stuff.
2: i'm happy to explain more about like yeah fitness and beauty it's kind of a tough category so fitness and beauty like that obviously would include a, a gym membership um kind of like creams uh de-aging um i assume hair loss stuff um that wasn't specifically mentioned but i i gotta assume that was in there um yeah and then the rest of us i think it would probably be pretty intuitive or like shampoo counts.
3: Uh, yeah. I would think so. Yeah, it's, it's beauty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Makes makes me feel beautiful. Yeah, I I mean I really. Do you think people spend a hundred thousand dollars on that in a in a lifetime? I guess I think if you think about gym memberships and like like health, oh we said fitness and beauty. Fitness mm-hmm. and beauty. All right. So I think like fitness. I think you're looking at like you know memberships to like ymcas like rec leagues like stuff like that and then i think that adds up
3: i certainly think that there are men who spend more than the average price of a home in their lifetime but i don't know if the average is higher right like there's there are people who have memberships to equinox and take a lot of care of their bodies and spend a lot of money on these kinds of things and they're spending hundreds of thousands over the course of their lifetime and
0: their houses are probably above average, I'm guessing, too, if they, yeah. they
1: And then there are people who have, like, a 4-in-1 uh, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and facial face wash, you know what I mean?
0: Right. <laughs> this so. is the 1% again. This is a 1% question. <laughs> They're dragging the average up.
1: Uh, um, yeah, the way the approach I'm going is that, like, yeah, I'm assuming it's, like, $300,000 for a house. And I'm assuming that, you know... The average person is spending this money over like eight years, so maybe from the time they're like fifteen to ninety five, and if you do the math, that's what
0: ninety five, to 95,
3: bro. People <laughs> <laughs> gotta stay glowing, yeah. <laughs>
1: dude. I mean, I feel like my grandparents are the most to take like a, I don't know, aerobics class or something like that. You None know of mean? them
0: are American.
1: I know, but, like, still, like, old people are old people are old people. They do similar stuff everywhere, you know what I mean? I guess. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, so if you do the math and that's 80 years, which is being generous, as you've just said, that works out to about, like, $5,000 a year. And I think that's just way too high. I think the that average person is not spending... I oh, wait, is that, is that right on my math? That is years? right. That
3: is right in your math, because okay. I just did the same math, and I got the same number. So either <laughs> we're both wrong, or... <laughs>
0: Okay, uh. I'm gonna say I think it has to be houses, but I feel like I'm gonna get tied up here. I'm gonna go, Ethan. I think you. I think that you're right. Like I'm thinking, like what's a nice house in like, not Boston worth? Like, you know, because I feel like it's inflated here. Not yeah. that I look at the price of houses all that much anyway. Um, but maybe you're right. I think maybe it's closer to three hundred thousand. But I'm gonna stick higher, so I'm gonna say three hundred fifty thousand. And beauty, I'm going to go 150, and I think that that's generous. Yeah. I think, I think this is going to tell us that that uh, men have been men of victims. Uh. <laughs> See,
3: <laughs> I, I, I agree I with your assessment that much. its houses are higher, but I think you're way high on both numbers, because I think that you're being skewed by, like, northeast house, house, housing prices. A house in Oklahoma is, like, for 400,000, you're buying a mansion out there. So. Yeah. I feel like the majority of the country property prices are way lower than in Somerville where the average price of a home is something like $600,000. Yeah. So,
0: but I, I do wonder if, but those are the more populated places, right? New York, LA, um, San Francisco, like those more populated cities have higher costs. And like, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, have more but at houses, the same time,
3: right? the population of New York relative to the population of the whole country still isn't like a huge percentage. True so okay I, i'm gonna say like two hundred thousand dollars for the house and i think that men's beauty products is even lower something like seventy-five thousand.
0: Seventy-five thousand. i think you're probably right i don't know <laughs>
1: yeah those both those numbers actually sound a little bit uh closer to reality um i think i'm gonna stick with my 300 just based on principle uh mm-hmm. well this is not <laughs> this is like the opposite of right home reactions I right? don't change my answer <laughs> 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 um and for the uh for the beauty products. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go, I guess I'll go a hundred K, but yeah, I think
0: that's
2: generous as well. I
0: think I'm high on all <laughs> my numbers, but.
2: Jacob, remind me what yours were, I, I didn't quite catch them.
0: I went uh, 350,000 for the house and 150,000 for health and oh, uh, fitness and beauty.
2: Okay. And everyone's everyone's saying houses, is there more?
0: I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Everyone is, okay. You guys ready for the answer? Yeah, I'm ready. Alright, you're all you are all right. And then some of you are closer than others on the like individual. So um average price of a home in the US is two hundred and twenty seven K.
3: Nice, oh, nice. I'm on top of it today. Yeah, really <laughs> close.
2: And average amount in the US spent on fitness and beauty in their lifetimes is one seventy five K. Wow, uh, that's a uh, lot. So much closer so, than we thought. Jake, I was closer on that. Right? Jeez. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I would love to see a breakdown, but I don't know. I guess it must be gym memberships, right?
2: Um, actually facial cream is the the highest cost for men, and then gym memberships come second, and then um like supplements and fitness apps and stuff oh, like
0: that. Oh, yeah. We're not thinking of all the due to taking protein and creatine and whatever. Yeah. Uh
2: Do you guys want to hear some other stats I found on my journey? Please. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so this is where I started actually. Um, this is an article about women's beauty, or specifically women's like hair care, and it breaks down the expense in by state for women. Which which states do you think are on the high and low end of? So yeah, like what do you think is the state that has the women spending the highest amount on hair care, and what is the state do you think that women are spending the least amount?
0: <laughs> i would want to think it's the more metropolitan places but i also think that like if you look at it broken out by uh like median income i think that people in like the midwest are spending a lot of money like they're not earning as much money let's say but they still spend a lot of money relative to what they are earning, <clears throat> right? right because it's i just think that it it travels across the board
3: my gut reaction was New Jersey. New Jersey has to be Jersey somewhere among the top of
0: Florida. I'm saying
1: Florida, California. California is number one in like everything. I feel like California's got the most.
2: All right, so those those are your high votes. I'll tell you, here are the um here's a breakdown. to top three. Ethan, you're right. It was California. Mhm. Uh, but Jacob, you're close. Florida is number two. Ooh. And uh, Texas is number three. Unfortunately, New Jersey doesn't show up on the high top okay. five they're Ohio probably number four, four though. don't New worry York about it
0: <laughs> okay maybe uh, they're number six then. then i'll just tell
2: you <laughs> the the, well, yes. cheapest the lowest year.
1: is that is that like uh i, I wait i want to guess i'm sorry okay go for it i just didn't want to like
3: <laughs> it's a dakota
0: maybe um
1: i think it's got to be like the somewhere in the bible belt i think it's like louisiana or, no, or i no, think no, arkansas really to i'm gonna go arkansas there. There. Arkansas or Oklahoma? Oklahoma. I'm going to Oklahoma. Final answer.
3: David? I think Arkansas. Arkansas. I
0: I think that it's... They spend a lot of time outside there. I think it's more north. I think it's like Montana, maybe, or like
2: Dakota, maybe. Mm. Hmm. I would say that Jacob's thinking is closest, although none of you... Uh, We're close, Um, so here's the top, or the lowest five. Um, But by the way, $150 um, a month is spent on hair in California by women on average. Uh, In North Carolina, $20 is spent a month on hair in North Carolina, followed by Washington State, Kentucky, Michigan, and Wisconsin. That's why I say Montana's kind of close, because Michigan, Wisconsin, kind of same part of the country. Um, so yeah pretty big spread
0: so North Carolina is the lowest one
2: yeah which I was pretty How much surprised was that?
0: that surprises me too <coughs> How much I feel they like they're outside a, a lot it's humid like so people are trying to get their hair done um, like regularly um, I don't know maybe I feel like the people I know from there would get their hair done for more than $20 a month but that's also I don't know that many people from North Carolina so
2: yeah
1: Jeez. Um, what was the, what was the number for, uh, how much they were spending in North Carolina? $20.
2: $20. Wow.
1: wow. So, uh, my haircut costs about $30. So <laughs> if I was living in California, I could get one of those, uh, more than once a week, I guess I could get a haircut and spend $150 <laughs> a month. <laughs> <laughs> Always home, look a good. I could day. live like a king. <laughs> Absolute king. <laughs> a Greek god. <laughs>
0: In a nice $275,000 house. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so what do women spend on... Do we know what they spend on health and fitness? I mean, fitness and beauty. Yeah, energy? it's
2: pretty close to men, actually. it's not, You'd think it'd be a lot more. It's not that different. Um, for women, it is 225000 in a lifetime. So that's wow. to 50K. How about 50K. about 50K
1: more. Wow. Jeez. That is... Uh...
0: I don't want to think you know when you like look at a lease agreement or something and it tells you how much you have to pay over a year and it's just like a gross amount of money mm-hmm. and you don't want to think about it because you have to like think about it as a portion of like your annual income i know like you have roommates or whatever but it's just it's not fun to think about it that way
2: yeah I
0: mean, it's fun for the for the podcast it's not fun for my uh <laughs> my bank account
3: i hope we as a society can reach a point where we spend more on beauty products than
2: our homes you I pass. think that's a noble goal.
0: That's the goal, yeah. Um, do we want to take a quick break? Sure. Yeah, sure. let's do it. Okay. We'll be back in one second. And we're back. Ethan, you have numbers. Oh, you have an in and out for us.
1: Um. Yeah, so... Uh not to get a little bit too current eventy, but you guys uh, heard about the uh, the hack on Twitter this week where a bunch of uh, very famous people got hacked and uh, they basically like were sending links to donate. They were like, if you donate uh, however much money you donate in Bitcoin to this link, we will double it and donate twice as much. And we we're like, cool. <laughs> and um, you know, a lot of people spent a lot of money on it. But you know, I think the underlying question that I think has kind of been a bit, uh, controversial over the years is Bitcoin itself. What are you guys uh, thoughts on Bitcoin? You guys in
0: or out on it? I'll let someone else go first.
3: <laughs> so I I am out because I am very skeptical of any get rich scheme that I've heard of. My My theory is that if I've heard of it, it's already too late and whoever's cashed <laughs> yeah. on it has already cashed in and I'm just gonna be the sheep that that falls by the wayside
1: uh but you're like and you're like a software technology guy i feel like don't you like like isn't blockchain going to change the world or whatever you know
3: well so like i heard about bitcoin like years and years ago where like some kid in one of my like computer science classes was like sitting there on his laptop like digging digging for coins i was like what is (laughs) this and i'm like yeah i don't know and then it blew up and maybe if i'd gotten in on that computer science class all those years ago i'd be Bitcoin rich right now, but Yeah. Um no so that's,
2: that's uh that's your perspective on the the profitability of investing in Bitcoin. But what about what about its existence as a currency? Like an alternative to cash?
0: I have ideas on that because i'm out because i just i can't wrap my head around i don't get it (laughs) like i tried to get it i own like 0.001 bitcoin or something but like do i understand it do i understand what the blockchain means yeah i could sit down and watch a half an hour video and i'll understand it for the next day and then i'll forget it you know 48 hours after that's what frequently happens to me is i just don't I don't understand how it's supposed to be applied. Yeah, the
1: application, I think, First is where I really, struggle like, as I well. I don't really
0: understand what the blockchain is supposed to... Yeah, like, I, I get, I think, what people are trying to do with it, but... I think also, like, when the craze was going on, and Ethan was very into crypto... I was. <laughs> um, Right before it hit uh, $20,000 for Bitcoin, I must have bought in, like, $50 in Bitcoin, like... When it was like 17 or eight, like (laughs) pretty close to the peak. I bought Ethereum before that, so I still own it. Like I don't, I'm definitely running at a loss. So I'm I'm out on it because I just, I don't understand it. I don't like understand how it's supposed to change the world. People keep saying that and I haven't seen anything out of it. Um. I mean, I know it's been not that long, but
1: yeah when i was so back in the bitcoin craze that was uh i guess senior year of college for me um that was back when so i bought bitcoin like uh jacob israel and like Lindsay and stuff they uh were like big into bitcoin like before it even was like blowing up here and i bought it at like six thousand. i was like i'm gonna sell when it hits 20. i'm gonna sell when it hits 20. bitcoin never hit 20. it reached like 19 something and then it crashed it
0: went 19 something
1: yeah, and then I ended up selling at like 8, and I made like some money, but it was like, dude, I should have just sold like way, way sooner. Um, but, you know, despite that like burn, I still think I'm in just because I agree with you, Jacob, that I don't know necessarily what it's like applicable for. But I see like the Chinese government and like Facebook and all of these like people who are looking at the future and be like, yeah, we need to make this a thing. So I guess it's going to be good. But... Um, I just I I yeah, it must the, have the some inherent of value truth
0: in our lives. the Chinese government and <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
1: know, right? Um but it's like it must have some inherent value if like these this huge corporation and like this huge government like is investing so much money into like making it like a
2: I could go back
0: in if I if if it becomes more relevant to me, but I just it hasn't affected my life at all. Like I don't get it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I feel that. Dave, what are your thoughts? Here? I feel like you haven't.
2: Oh, I I've just been Curious what you guys think. You guys clearly have gotten more into the uh, investing side of it. I've not looked into it a ton, but mostly just, yeah, philosophically, what purposes it serve, um, and since it's untraceable, um, obviously it's useful for illicit activities, which, generally speaking, I do not promote. <laughs> but I also like the idea of it being sort of a failsafe, um, especially you know, with what do you mean a failsafe? Our, uh like I, I guess if almost. The US the same, dollar crashes, is that
0: crashes, Yeah, what?
2: yeah, that or like almost in the same way that like a uh doomsday prepper has like a you know, underground vault with every gun in the world and a lot of food. Like this idea that we have a backup plan for um an economic um I don't know. I, I at this point I feel like I'm just BSing, but um But it it represents that type of thing to you. Yeah. Like if if we have a fall of Rome kind of thing happening, which I don't know, that seems more possible now than it has in a long time. Um, Maybe there's maybe Bitcoin is like the rubble or like the Phoenix. I don't know. I don't know what my metaphor is here. Right. To me, there's a
3: there's a Planet Money episode actually um, called, I think, the dollar at the center of the world, something like that. Um, which is one of my favorite episodes, and it explains how the U.S. dollar became the currency that basically all of the currencies are based on. Like, all international trade is done in U.S. dollars. So you just convert everything to U.S. dollars, and the U.S. dollar is, like, the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's kind of right. The limit of Bitcoin is that the value of Bitcoin right now is just how many dollars is it worth. Mm-hmm. So, like, if the dollar collapses, then is Bitcoin worth anything? Because mm-hmm. it's just based on Yeah, the that's dollar. what I
0: was thinking is maybe if you're in, like trinidad or turkey or another country that has a somewhat volatile currency right like then it makes sense to be invested in bitcoin yeah. but if you're in the us like and you're like that's what you're going to default to like you're being paid in us th- like us dollars it doesn't necessarily make sense right to yeah. be invested in that because it's the same thing like in, in a lot of ways not oh, it's not the same thing but they're too tied together I don't know. I also don't really know what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm just guessing. I don't think any of us do. Yeah, I mean, no. that's we're definitely hey, that's, all unqualified. That's, that's to what talk this about is this. about.
3: Yeah. <laughs> unqualified discussion on meaningless questions. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, Dave, we've been uh, talking a little bit about your TikToks as well, and the uh, speaking of the which, Sago. I just
2: got a uh, I just got a IG message from a brand that I actually like. That wants to partner with me on TikTok. <laughs> nice. Basically they, they just wanted to send me stuff. They're not looking to pay me. Um, but the fact that it's a brand I like makes me excited. It's Lovery, which is a baby company. Like they they have like it's like a box subscription box service. Mm. Um they for different uh, developmental stages of your child, they'll send you a box. And we got it gifted um by a friend and it was awesome. Like more than any other toys that we had my son went after the lovery box so that's just something that just happened like an hour ago that i'm pumped about
0: nice that's awesome
2: yeah, i mean we've well, been trying to sell out for sponsorship since
3: this podcast started still <laughs> yeah
0: no one's <laughs> taking us up on it i'm a little pissed about I didn't it in your not
1: realize it's <laughs> hard to, to sell out to corporate america Jeez, i thought it was easier <laughs> yeah. maybe, we should,
3: maybe we should like play hard to get or something because like we're just out here uh oh, Miracle Whip up.
1: or any whip. We don't need you. Uh, yeah. need you. Uh we didn't
0: need you. Yeah, I don't wanna hear anything from HelloFresh or Stamps.com <laughs> or any of them. Blue Apron. Purple Carrot.
1: Audible,
0: any of them. Audible. Yeah, there's too many. But uh of Helix. There's there's so many so many uh, mattress mattress because they realize that you can make them for cheap.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. I but, think uh, I think if uh we got sponsorship by Simply Safe, I wouldn't sell out though, just cause uh I do kind of fuck with Simply Safe. Uh, they make home <laughs> the home security easy, guys. You know what I mean?
0: I don't have anything that's worth protecting in here. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm, I'm like looking around the room. I'm like, I guess my laptop, my phone. I don't know.
3: Got two guard rabbits. They'll nibble your True. feet
0: off. <laughs> And I have a couple of roommates that are just, they pent up right now. So <laughs> anyway, they can get out of their end. if someone so much rest to break in. We don't need Simply Safe. But uh, uh, Dave, how's your, been your experience on TikTok? Did you just start posting a little bit and you kind of popped off on it? or?
2: Yeah, initially I was just posting stuff from my camera roll that I had previously posted to Facebook that people liked. Um, so just kind of like family um, home video stuff. Um, and I was surprised that people, even though they don't know me, thought that that stuff was funny. Um, and so I realized that I could start making stuff specifically for, for TikTok and that started doing even better. Um, but I think what I like about it is, unlike YouTube or Instagram, where there's so many different ways that people could find your account and you can't really, you can't really imagine what that experience of finding your account and seeing who you are is, TikTok is almost always the exact same. You're scrolling, and then the video appears, and so the only scenario you have to imagine as a creator is, it's what would scenario. I continue to watch after the first, you know, three seconds? Like, what would I? Have and I've to heard see that, that that's the most. Watching?
0: I've heard that's the most important thing for the algorithm as well is watch time. And if you yeah. rewatch a video, then
2: right, because um, when I think about the ones that I skip, it's not just because I see that they have low numbers, but because I'm like, there is nothing for me in these first three seconds. Right. That makes me intrigued. Um, so I just enjoy that side of it, of just, like, trying to design the experience for the person who's scrolling. Um, and I, I enjoy it when I see someone who's kind of, like, figured out a way to hack it. Um, yeah, so, like, kind of a hacking of the algorithm is kind of fun to me, too. Um, yeah, I so, did a
0: little bit of a dive on someone's account who does, like... He does a lot of data analytics around the, the TikTok algorithm. Mm-hmm. And I was look. he he was live last night. And so you could just submit your username and he would pull up like likes per video. And he, I don't really understand all of it, but he had like logarithmic charts showing like, this is what the average TikTok user gets. Like, this is what you're getting. Like, this is what I would work on if I were you. It's very interesting stuff.
2: Did he do that for you?
0: He did. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, he didn't get, give me too much stuff, but I think like a lot of what I got was like, Little bit tags to like, between like two to four, mm-hmm. target them well. very heavily, um and like make the content that like, like really curate the type of things you you're posting, um so that it matches up and people are able to find it, um because I don't think people are searching the hashtags but no, if not. I like a video you know that it's hashtag Boston then. I'm going to get served a video that's For hashtag Boston. Boston.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I think what you're saying, David is so interesting about, um, you know, you choosing what you're posting based on, you know, how the medium is set up. Uh, I keep seeing some of these things on TikTok talking about like the message uh, the medium is the message, you know, talking mm-hmm. about how like these different algorithms and like these different platforms, how, you know, th- these changes that we see, like, you know, the difference between clicking on a video for YouTube is a very different like user experience than obviously watching yeah. something on TV or having something just served to you on TikTok. And it's about how like, you know, when people talk about how the effects of television like changed people's like understanding of media, it's not necessarily what's shown on TV, but like the format it's being shown in is much more interesting. Like the serialization of television. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just talking about how TikTok is is so new and different because of how it's like set up is very like uh
0: like Different. you don't have to follow people to like exactly, get their content and, and like right.
1: David said, it, it. Like I, I never thought about it, but no, when you said it just now, it made it made a lot of sense. Yeah. When You're like you know your expectations of the creator going in are are much more limited, which makes your life a little bit easier. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. It makes it the the rags to riches story is much more true with TikTok than I'd say with any other platform that I've used. I haven't used a ton of them, but um, some of the other ones are kind of built on like very slow grind to get numbers up and TikTok you can really like suddenly just hit it big because you happen to like come up with something that resonates. Um, and I guess it's kind of like, I would say it's closest to Twitter in that sense. Like you can have a viral tweet a lot easier than you can have a viral IG post. Right, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Makes sense, makes sense. But uh, how are the, I don't know if Ethan and them have seen this. I think I may have sent the video, but the uh, your dog and the chickens because mm-hmm. that was the first video i saw
2: which um, which one
0: like your dog was chasing oh, no, that oh, was the, oh, the oh, fox yeah. away from the chicken right coop.
2: yeah that one got crazy big i I did think not you came up on my for
0: you page <laughs> like i think you came up and i like didn't know that you had it maybe or something oh, like really? that I, I think so i just assumed
2: that uh you found me because of like facebook uh like will tell you if someone signed up that's in your contacts
0: I didn't I don't have mine connected to my Facebook or anything. Oh. So, but it does randomly find people that I like know I think through like who I share videos with and stuff like that. Okay. I'm not sure. I
3: was going to yeah, say TikTok. I just... Go ahead. I was going to say TikTok definitely has some way of finding people that you know. I mean, I got like a random girl that I went to college with and I started watching yeah. TikTok. And I was like, I know this person. <laughs> and I mean, I haven't spoken to her in years and she has like 10 followers total. So like TikTok <laughs> is doing something behind the scenes so where they, they throw that in front of you.
2: Speaking of which, do you guys think Trump's going to ban it?
1: No way. No. I don't think That's it's found... possible to ban a, ban an app really at this point. It hasn't been done but it doesn't
2: mean he's not gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm predicting Gen, his actions.
0: Gen Z will come control. back for him.
1: Gen Z's already coming after all the cops. Uh they can right. do anything they want.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I mean I certainly hope not for my sake. Um because <laughs> I spent so much time on the app. Mm-hmm. Um I, I also don't know if like from what I heard, it's like more the State Department than him having said anything. Yeah, that is true. Which I also think he, might worry me he more. Said like, they
2: yeah, seem we probably are thinking competent. about it or something. He just kind of said it as like, try not to throw Pompeo into the bus, I think.
1: Right. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't think they could do that to uh, Addison Array, You know what I mean? I need a bad bleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> too, there's too many uh, people who rely on it at this point. <laughs> Addison Rae is the
1: backbone finished. of the Gen Z economy.
0: It's also wild because everyone's like they're taking our data, and it's like, I mean, so is everyone. Are else. you not on? You're not sharing this post on Instagram, like we know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about that.
3: Facebook, Google, Apple,
1: Amazon—they're all over. Amazon.
0: The yeah. big, the big fall. Yeah. Anyway, that's a little depressing. Um, any other In and Out? <laughs>
3: um, there was one actually that i saw that actually just reminded me of i don't even remember what this thing is called but have you guys seen that little robot the little like ai robot that just talks to you and that's it or it it's doesn't like even on talk your to desk, you? you mean and like, yeah it, it picks just picks up stuff it just had right it can pick stuff up it has emotions it doesn't like being picked up it like has a quirky personality oh, the, almost oh, oh i've wally seen that one, or, or i guess it yeah. in a wally uh, yeah. shell or whatever exactly right um are you guys in or out on like sentient robots in your household think is the way I would p- pose that question.
0: Yeah. Does anyone have an Alexa?
2: I do. Yes. No. I do I'm not. very in on AI in the home.
1: You are? Yeah. are You're not freaked out by like the reports of like them listening to your conversations no. and recording it. No,
2: I'm not. Um, <laughs> as far as I know, like their company line is we only listen when we're troubleshooting. So if they're, if Alexa was triggered, <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> if you, if you say, you know, Alexa and then, um, or or don't say say a word that sounds like Alexa. And then, um, you know, whatever happens afterwards that's that's waiting for a command, um, it will hear that, but it won't hear anything else. Or it might be like passively listening, but that's not like recorded in an archive. Um, Even if they are recording that stuff in an archive, um, I'm not concerned that uh, it's being mined for data because of how many man hours that would take to find anything. worthwhile and all the... There'd be so much noise to sort through that it would be a productivity nightmare to try to actually turn that into data.
0: Useful data. Yeah. I know David is very in on AI, right? Once it makes your life easier.
3: That's... Yeah, My my general kind of position is just make my life easier and then I trust that protections are put in place that I mm. won't get completely screwed over by it. Like, that's really... I guess maybe a naive assumption to make, but as long as it makes my life convenient. The data's already out there. People are mining my data. It's sold, it's I mean, fine. you just can... make my life more convenient at this point.
1: Facebook has like data profiles on you, regardless of if you have a Facebook account or not. Like It has yeah. like, shadow profiles for people that don't even have Facebook. So yeah, your, your data is out there. People are taking it. So whether you want the Zuck to have it, or Xi Jinping, just pick your flavor. I'm I want... in on
0: the little robot thing, because I want a desk. We've been saying we want a Roomba that's just for your desk for a little while.
3: <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of what that is. I think it's pretty much... I don't know if it cleans, but
2: yeah, it, it, it no, does everything else. No, but it's, it's kind of like it. Yeah, uh, It's like a physical Tamagotchi. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys use uh, Outlook at work, but I do. And I've recently been getting, like maybe over the last month started getting messages about cortana like going through my emails and being like hey you said this a couple of days ago you might need to follow up on this Your email's been sending
0: me those too like hey you email like this person emailed you do you want to reply to them i'm like Stop asking me about it. Like, I'll do yeah. it when I'm good and ready. <laughs>
1: a lot of it is stuff, like, I end up dealing with, like, before they end up sending it. But it's, like, hey, you, like, said this, like, sentence. And it's, like, I'll get back to you on this or something. Here's it's your like, action item. It. It exactly. Me time, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They're, like, do you want to block out time on your calendar? And I'm, like, yeah, but, like, I'm not going to. Like, they're, <laughs> like, you should focus because you have a lot of meetings. And I'm, like... Yes. Calls, it, <laughs> calls it
3: my analytics. and I actually had yeah. to evaluate a tool called Workplace Analytics, which is the expansive version of that tool that is built for enterprise. And basically you would install it and it would go through and mine all of the exchange data, which is like calendar emails, and basically start giving recommendations to your organization about like which employees are responding to manager emails fast enough like who needs to be in what meeting things like that so if you're sitting in a meeting and you're checking your email the whole time you probably don't need to be in that meeting um but we decided that it was a little too creepy for our liking and our (laughs) company did not pay the the money to get it but it is enough very big brother
1: i mean that's where i like that's where it's heading like especially with like this covid stuff like i think well i don't know i thought that there was going to be a move to like have like a immunization passport like who knows what's going to happen now with like this vaccine and stuff but uh that kind of like healthcare information is going to be much more important to companies and i could see like that as well as like productivity tracking data can just yeah, like, kind of converge together basically. yeah exactly and kind of converge together to be like you know much more the company your company whatever you work with just have so much more information about you and like how you spend your time
0: you there's I mean? a stuff you should know podcast episode about it's called like is your employer spying on you i listened to it before i was even in the workforce and the answer i think <laughs> yes. was like yeah probably no, like
3: <laughs> on average f- probably i am spying on the people at my company It's
2: <laughs> fact tell you right <laughs> now so i'm teaching i'm teaching college in the fall and we're using canvas do you guys know what canvas is no. Or no. Blackboard, you know what Blackboard is? Yes. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. A, like the learning management software. Yeah, assistant. so
2: Canvas is sort of a more uh, advanced version of Blackboard, from what I understand. Um, and maybe Blackboard does this too, but in Canvas, the educator can um, see if, say say you make a video as your like, assignment that you want your students to watch. You can see if the student finished the video um, or you can see like basically any task that you assign, you can see how much of the task the student completed. And that actually creeped me out that, that I could like spy on them. I feel like I have to give them some sort of like informed consent on like, I will be spying on you or like <laughs> I might, but I, I'm gonna try not to. I think it's weird. I don't know, like, mm. just like kind of like assuming that they know that's happening. I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel right about that. But do you guys think that that's like, of course they know that I'm spying on them or do you agree that yeah. it's creepy? Nah. I,
3: I, I know that it's happening to me on blackboard classes that i take like i know that if okay. there's a video there that they can see if i actually watched it okay
0: oh well, this yeah. isn't good for me in australia when i was there and i would just not go to class and watch the lectures online and watch them at two times speed Yeah. <laughs> i'm like ah oh, i'll get the information i need there's a c plus <laughs> <laughs> i did all right there was one class i probably should have gone to class a bit more, but it was fine. I made it through.
1: I got the degree.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal now. I
2: think having graduated in 2007, the landscape of education has changed so much that I'm just like, that's where I definitely feel outpaced um, with my age. It's like, wow, like students are so much, they're used to so much a different experience than I had. Like Blackboard was barely beginning to be used when I graduated and I had no idea how it worked. (laughs)
1: Uh, do you mind revealing your age? How, how old are you?
2: I will reveal my age at three million subs. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm six years old. I just turned thirty six.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I know we we talked about this a little bit. Like, the were, were you on? Uh, you were on Facebook when I was just in uh in yeah, college. That I
2: yeah, that was. That's that was awesome. different. Different. Different the, the world. Wall, um, really was just like a white sheet, and you could just write something like hey like you're stupid and then somebody else could like (laughs) delete it and like write something else it was just like a a free-for-all um and as soon as the wall changed to post i think that was like the end of facebook being a cool like playground and yeah it became like a data mine i remember i had
0: i had facebook in like 2007 end of 2007 into eight and like that felt like the Wild West of Facebook because everyone used a million different like apps. You could just connect all these different apps to it. Like, and could, like Super I remember, s- yeah, right. So on the like, graffiti wall, I used bumper stickers. Like, you stuff like, wars, that. Just, like send would pop up for a while? Poke, huh?
3: poke, poke wars?
1: Poke wars. And you would send like, you could send toilet paper to people and stuff, like whatever that meant. <laughs> the yeah. The
3: old days. Sell that And then,
0: Facebook. Yeah. It's interesting how those things develop. Hopefully, hopefully TikTok stays, you know, nice and safe as it is. <laughs> I say I'm pushing my phone away from me on the desk, like I don't <laughs> want to think about it. Um, all right. Uh, so, Dave, do you want to talk a little bit about the podcast a little bit more? Like, are you trying to do a little bit more episodes in quarantine now? Or... Uh, I feel like
2: you're the one coaxing me the most to do it like whenever we talk you're just like hey you got to do a new episode i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> so i probably will want to do one after this episode um but i think being a, a dad the podcasting thing has just been hard to prioritize right um even though i have i mean more free none time. of us
0: are dads and it's hard for us to prioritize <laughs> so.
2: we only do one once every two weeks yeah yeah i um, think the main reason is because when jill and i watch something we're rarely looking for something that's gonna be like stimulating to our like intellect and more just like, uh, floor is lava, awesome, let's put that on like right. Netflix something easy is saving my life. Like, like you know, with a uh parent brain, you don't have the ability to process media quite as effectively.
0: You're trying to unplug more than you're trying
2: to plug in. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh do you have anything, do you know, uh if you have your next movie lined up or like how
2: do you pick movies really? These days I don't really have a way of like I don't have an answer for that. It's mostly just like Jacob saying, <laughs> 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 I've been missing right on reactions. I'm like, okay, um, what's on Netflix right now? Oh, <laughs> Jacob, yeah, do you have any ideas? I
0: was like, I'd cut trams, let's go. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Before that though, you know, before quarantine, uh, it's just kind of like we are seeing trailers for movies at the movies we're seeing for the podcast and so that just informs future decisions. I also try and make sure that it's not like a, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, that it's not terrible, because I, I don't want to spend the money <laughs> on a that's going to suck. So, um, you, even though this is guys... fun, like in some podcasts, make their bread and butter off of that, like, how does this, this get, get made? made? Yeah. But uh, I, I'd rather spend my money and time watching movies that are likely to entertain me. I'm not sure if we've gotten into it on this podcast, but I have strong opinions
3: on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I'd like <laughs> to hear that. I think Rotten Tomatoes is the worst
2: rating site. Just the way they do it or what about it?
3: Yeah, specifically the way they do it. I don't think it's a it's a great way to I maybe it's a good way to measure what lots of people will like like generally, so maybe for your purposes it makes sense. But if I'm trying to determine was this a good movie or not, the Rotten Tomatoes score means nothing to me because if everyone rated it a 75, it's going to get an 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and yeah. it was a C+. Plus. So, that's really I just I don't agree with that that system of rating things where it's like oh it was good that means it was great if everyone I thought think it we was have good, spoken just, about yeah. this yeah i yeah. feel like yeah. i never I looked this. metacritic
2: is definitely better if you're trying to get a real average score from critics um but um so yeah if, if i'm if i've already watched a movie and i want to see what critics thought like Generally speaking, I look at Metacritic, but I like Rotten Tomatoes because it's just like, should I see this or shouldn't I see it? Like, there's the two options. Sure. And I kind of like the idea of not knowing specifically, like, is it a masterpiece or is it just like, you know, more good parts than bad, um, in terms of like setting my setting my expectations up. Uh, I don't want to know, know exactly, because I, I tend to agree with critics for the most part, um, so I don't want that, be a, if it makes sense to that, be like a spoiler, um, right. like how good it is.
1: Right. That it tells sense. if they, if somebody tells you it's going to knock your socks off that's a spoiler. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. A spoiler. I think my I think my, my major socks problem, are already off. My major problem is when people are pitching a movie to me and they'll say something like, "Oh yeah, this movie's great. It was a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes." And I'm like, "No, no, no. Get that out of here. That doesn't mean people liked it. It doesn't mean that it was an 100%." percent
2: uh, Yeah, the 100 percents tend to be very um not necessarily bland, but like like feel good. Um, nothing controversial about it, and I, I, I think instead, that a, a yeah. truly great movie will be controversial. Um, it will have people who absolutely hate it. <laughs> um, so that's probably not a great way to like decide if it's like good or bad art, if you're looking at it that way.
1: Um. So yeah, it sounds like you're pretty into you know art and you know these uh, film products. So you must be. Uh, you, you, I don't know if Jacob's talked to you about this, but I think you should be aware. We're trying to have a little, a movie festival coming on. Uh, we're trying to watch the four Spy Kids movies. Um, <laughs> so that's something we're trying to get good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the fourth one, if you didn't know. <laughs> um, but that is something that we got uh, planned. I don't know if that's something you cover. If those are the kind of movies that are on your uh, your pod, but those are the kind of where we're ge- gearing towards. <laughs> well, I think sometimes. I would actually
2: apply for, um, so we have a, a segment called, uh, what is it called? Uh, Rewind. That's what it's called. Um, which is typically a nineties movie that one of us or both of us have seen and we want to see if it holds up, especially to like social standards of today. Um, Spy Kids I guess is not nineties, probably early two thousands, right? Yeah, like, I, think I think so, so. yeah. But Frio suppose...
0: post matrix, I think post matrix. That's how we that's how <laughs> I chose it.
2: That's funny. Um,
0: um but yeah, I'm not sure when it
3: came
2: out. I think I may have seen Spy Kids. I definitely haven't seen uh Shark Boy and Lava Girl, is that the second one? No, no, those are completely, a completely different, different things. Different okay. <laughs> Spy Kids well, is two thousand one. I was Shark Boy and Lava Girl is definitely the same aesthetic as Spike Kids. Similar, it, similar it's, aesthetic, yeah, similar <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh, the thumb people from Spike Kids, I could see them in a Shark Boy and Lava Girl.
0: For sure. Okay. Do we want to call it? Eh. Think so. Yeah.
2: Let's go. As, as soon as someone says Shark Boy and Lava Girl, you know, I'll podcast. It's, it's time
0: to call it quits. Yeah. <laughs> This is actually the last episode of Stat Rats. No. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, David, for joining us. This was awesome. If you are listening, please go check out David's podcast, Ride Home Reactions. There will be a link in the description. But otherwise, you can find us in all the normal places at Stat Rats Pod on Instagram. And again, everything is in that description. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. Peace. See ya. Bye. Bye.